Thank you for joining us for Love That Voiceover. In-depth interviews unveiling the personality and projects behind the mic with none other than your chic geek, perfectly different host, Love That Rebecca. Thanks for tuning back into part three with Dino Andrade. More good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, and you're teaching, and you're teaching. You didn't mention that. I hadn't understood. No, that. I, I had to. I've had to step away from from teaching for for a while with the uh, the launching of Soul Geek, and then uh, and then my my son. But I do plan to return to it. I still I still have some private students uh, that are invitation only at this point. Uh, I will likely be you know in the coming months doing public announcements to taking on new students as well as uh, teaching at my agents uh, uh, agency. Um, that's something that we're working on. And well, that's, keep that's, us posted that's, that's on that soon. because I'm I, I sure will. people would be very excited. I will. You know, I will. I working teach on a, games is a working on games. If that's what you're teaching, what I is teach, a unique experience. Tell yeah, us. Yeah. What I teach is for beginning voiceover actors on how to create characters for voiceover. Uh, specifically animation characters. That's that's my specialties, is training folks who are new to the business how to find those characters that will become their stable of characters. That's my specialty. Question around making those characters for you, Dino. Uh-huh. Do you find it difficult to, or do you have to repeat characters after you've recorded them one time? Do you have to go back in and find that character again, and how how do you do that? The uh, number one way to do that is what's called a, what was commonly referred to as a key phrase, which is a phrase that you can say that takes you right into the character pretty much every single time. Uh, and it can oh, be. Oh, can you give actually, us an example of that? Sure, 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 sure. Uh, for the Scarecrow uh, in Batman Arkham Asylum, I, I always use as a key phrase. You're in my world now, Batman. <laughs> Once I've said that, I have absolutely no problem finding the character. <laughs> That's beautiful. What about what about somebody else? Can you think of somebody well, else you'd uh, like to share with us? Well, there's uh, there they don't uh, the key phrases don't necessarily actually have to be you know words. They can they can be a laugh, uh, an expression. Uh, uh, for example, there's a character that I like to do that's kind of like a a, a little bit of my version of Ludwig von Drake, uh, <laughs> and and uh, I, I call him Louis von Drake. And the way Ooh. I get into him is with his laugh, which is. <laughs> See, once I've done that, then I have absolutely no problem whatsoever getting into this voice. No, no that's problem. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like it could be Einstein too. All I have to do, yeah. And this is a character that is completely inspired by Paul Fries, the genius who did all that marvelous stuff for the Disney company. Yeah, that guy. That guy. <laughs> Yeah, and so, Bravo. <laughs> so all I have to do is just do that, do that laugh, and I'm in the character, and that's that's called key phrasing, and that is something that's beautiful. That, that is something that I teach students. Okay, class, key phrasing. Remember, <laughs> yeah. Give us one more, one more. Just, just so people know, this it is actually a technique that I learned from uh, the great uh, uh, voice uh, actress teacher. Uh, um, marvelous person uh, by the name of Sue Blue. So ah, make, Sue Blue. Credit, yes, I know. Just want to make sure mm-hmm. credit goes where credit uh, credit is due. So excellent. Can you give us one more? Can I give from, you one more? Can you give it one more uh, for I, one I, of the games? I've I've oh wow. 
Here, I'll, I'll uh, the patrol bots or Death Knight or. Uh, well, the patrol bots, the patrol bots are easy. The patrol bots uh, uh, is basically put down your weapons. As soon as I say that, you know. You're there. Once That's I say, beautiful. Put down your weapons. I'm automatically there. Yeah. <laughs> I have put down my weapons. I'm going to start going to wrap this up. I have so many more questions. We could go on for another hour, but I know that you don't have that time. So um, uh, I didn't get to hear from you about your voice acting in television or online series or commercials or features. So we'll hold that maybe for another oh, interview. Okay. okay. All right. Sure. Um, but, you know, tell us just real quick. Um, what was what was your favorite television voice to be? It's one that is so hard to do well, which in many ways is doing it badly. Uh, huh? and, and and it it's it would be really hard for me to actually do it right now because I literally have to use you know headsets and recording to get into it. But it would have to be an exaggerated version of William Shatner. I wanted to ask you about because that. Because <laughs> I, did, I did the promos for Bleep My Dad Says that had, that were the, these were the ones, which I wish they were on YouTube. I cannot find them. They were the ones where they were showing the character at different ages in his life. And so one actor actually did a Shatner version of, of, of what he, and I think it was a woman who did it actually, when he was supposed to be five. <laughs> I did the voice of Shatner when he was supposed to be 17. <laughs> and then I think Shat and then I think Shatner does himself as the older character and oh, That's wonderful. And, and they were they were absolutely hilarious. And it's this total exaggeration of Bill Shatner and, and yeah. uh, <laughs> in a young boy, he's such an exaggeration of himself. Yeah, and it was it was what it fun, was really really hilarious. Uh, and I was so thrilled to do it because I'm a huge huge Star Trek fan. And uh, the agent contacted me and said, "We've got this last minute call. We're looking for actors who can knock out a uh, a really you know exaggerated Shatner and but but really actually kept." Catch, get the flavor of it. Capture his time. essence. Yeah, 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 yeah. They really wanted to have that, and uh, and and so I just I went for it. I sent in the audition, and the agent called me like an hour later and said, "They love you. Can you be at CBS tonight at 6? <laughs> and It was like, <laughs> and you said, really? "Yeah." I was like, "Oh yeah." And, okay. And <laughs> so I, I threw on I threw on my Star Trek T-shirt and went to CBS and recorded in their promo booth, which is right next to the stage, the Carol Burnett stage. No. So I was I was I'm I'm 48 years old, so you know I grew up on the Carol Burnett show. So I just I was geeking out all over the place. Oh and, my god, how and, fun! And I walked in with my Star Trek shirt, and the folks saw it and said, "You know, Shatner's not actually going to be here." And it was like, "It's it's it's okay, you know." It's okay. I'm at CBS. I'm next to this stage. I'm here. I did not wear this shirt to make points with Mr. Shatner. I wore this shirt because I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. I love original Star Trek and 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 yeah, that's the, I mean, I'm a big big fan. And so yeah, this was this was a thrill. <laughs> was, oh, that's was, I bet it was. was I bet it was. So he's such an icon. Mhm. Mm yeah, such absolutely. an icon. So what a what a thrill that would have been. I wanted to find out what what you thought about that. I mean, how that went for you. Oh, um, I just wish I could get a copy of it. Well, we'll find one for you, everybody. Go hunt. <laughs> <laughs>
Now, now, last but not least, I want to get your uh, futuristic hat on and tell me what's the story with online series? Is that going to be a viable? Is this viable now? Is it going to be more viable? How's that? Oh, how's I, that developing I, I, as an industry? I think it's absolutely viable now. I mean, I I, I believe that uh, the 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 show um, uh, the guild. <laughs> has has pretty much proven that. Uh yeah, so 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 yeah, I, I absolutely I I see more and more uh full-length uh TV shows uh being made um as as online exclusive properties. Uh, uh although I'm I'm sure that the creators of the guild would uh would very much like to see it actually get picked up and put on on, on uh, cable or network television or something, just simply because they've worked so damn hard on it, they deserve to get the kind of uh, advertising dollars and residuals and so on mm. you would get if the show were actually on broadcast. Which is kind of that—that's kind of the downside of it. But uh, but it's 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 awesome stuff, and it proves absolutely that, uh, like everything else, if the writing is there. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, and 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 that but, must cross over everything you've worked on as an actor, from commercials to video games. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Writing and, and, is and, always key. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the show stars uh, Felicia Day, but if you look at the credits, you see she's written practically all of it, and she oh. is, she is absolutely brilliant, and it's a great show. Um, I, I myself would love to to be on it yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, i i don't see tv shows and that kind of thing for for online uh you know online content being being something of the future i i, I think it's now great it, it's happening that's great it's, it's happening yeah keep yeah. an eye on the online series and see how it go- grows do you have anything coming up in the online yourself? No, no, no. The stuff I have coming up uh, is I have an independent feature that I just did called uh, Prince of Atlantis. Uh, that, I guess, is coming out next year, I think. Uh, and, I, and then I've Congrats. got some video games that I cannot talk about. So Really so nice to hear. I've, I've also currently got a, a Corn Pops campaign that's, that's on TV now. Oh, so, so that's, that's this is not Snap, Crackle, Pop, is it? No, no, no. no this, is this, Kellogg, is this is Kellogg's Corn Pops. Corn yeah. Pops. It's a, an ad right now. Uh, the, the name of the spot is called Pool Party, and it shows all of these, uh, these Corn Pops uh, lounging in a pool that's actually uh, uh, filled with milk. <laughs> and I voice one of the, one of the Corn Pops. Wonderful. So, so, yeah, yeah, that, that, that so campaign Pop is really nice. part of your persona. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, popping uh, the the first serial commercial that I did, and those right. uh, those those were mostly radio. Although there was one TV spot. So, do you keep an archive of these so people can listen to on YouTube or online? You know, I try. If you look up my channel, which I believe is is it's either under Dino Andrade or Dino, you know, the voice guy, something like that. Uh, if you if you ping me on Twitter, I'll tell you. Uh, I'm Dino. I'm at Dino Andrade on Twitter. Go ahead and follow me, and I'll tell you all about it. But I do try on my YouTube channel 
to have as many clips of the stuff that I've done, uh, including old stuff like like the the things that I did back in back in '07 for the Tomb Raider Revisited series. That was uh, short lived. Yeah, because people want to know this about you. I mean, you've got a nice following. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on my YouTube channel. I recently added. Uh, uh, there's a lot of World of Warcraft. I recently added uh, stuff from Basara. Um, so it's like I'm I'm always I'm always on the hunt for these things, and then I I put them on there, and then there's stuff that I would love to find that I haven't been able to. Well, let's uh, hear what the, what are those things? Well, like, for example, uh, the voice of the Reaper. I did the voice of the Reaper for the video game Brutal Legend and uh, just tore my voice up on this. Oh. It was so much fun. It was just, I could not possibly do the voice for you now because uh, it's, it's, it was really hard to do. Don't try, and, don't try. <laughs> and and it, was, it was a great job because it was one of the few jobs I've done that I did not audition for. I was actually requested by the producer that they just <laughs> said, we want Dino in the game. And wow. they let me pick from three characters and said, which one do you want? And I chose wow. the Reaper. And, uh, and it's just, it was so much fun to do. And I have yet to find a clip on YouTube of the Reaper. Okay, let's do what we can to help you with that. Well, if anybody could find this, that would be awesome because I yeah. have no idea what the final performance sounded like. We're going to have a lot of gamers reading or listening to this. So, yeah, what else? Well, that's that's, that's the biggest the, one. That's the big one. That's okay. the big one. The big Kahuna. Big Kahuna. Yes. Was uh, was brutal legend because that was an amazing thing to be called by my agent who said, "Look, they want you in this game," and it was like, "Wow, really? How awesome is that?" And it I is. had no idea what it was, and I showed up at the studio. It was a PO, I believe it was POP in in Santa Monica, and uh, there's Jack Black leaving the parking lot, and it was <laughs> like, "Oh." Oh, isn't that neat? We were recording something in the same studio. I had no idea it was the same project, you know, until I walked in and they said, yeah, this is Brutal Legend with Jack Black. And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I was like, really? Wow. And they just told me how much they loved my work and which was like incredibly flat. I felt like a rock star. And, That's and fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and they had also cast me as Cobra Commander in the video game for the new movie, the Rise of Cobra game, because for the Rise of Cobra game, they wanted classic Cobra Commander. And I, I really worked hard to match that voice. Very cool. Um, yeah, Cobra! And <laughs> yeah, that guy. But unfortunately, at the last minute, um, the, the guy who did the movie, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I guess it was in his contract that if he wanted to, he could do the video game. Mm. And apparently he, he wanted the video game to sound like him since he did the character in the movie. So all my lines got re-recorded. So oh. I've, ne I've never got to hear any of the stuff I did for oh. Rise of Cobra, which was really too bad because that was another one that I really, really worked hard on. And wow! Just, just absolutely nailed that Cobra Commander. Do you ever go back and ask for some of those recordings? You know, sometimes, but you don't want to be a real pain in the ass because usually any opportunity you have to ask is when you're around the creators. And if you're around the creators, it's because it's a job, you know, and they're busy people. And the last thing they need to hear is, uh, uh, you know, hey, would you mind stopping what you're doing and getting me this stuff? You know, so it, it, that's really, you, you really have to be careful with that. Yeah, especially asking in that manner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're obviously a geek in terms of the sci-fi fantasy genre and everything that it entails. Are you a big video game player yourself, personally? I am, I am not. 
Uh, I'm mm. not. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, the occasional arcade-style game where I can get in and out of pretty fast uh, is more my speed because I honestly don't really have the time. Yeah, yeah. Between, you know, the business, the auditions, uh, you know, my little one. <laughs> but, uh, hey, you know, hats off, uh, especially to the people at Blizzard because they're one of the few, uh, one of the very, very few who actually did send me a copy of the game. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Which, which was a magnificent thing, because uh, everybody says they're going to, but then, you know, things just get busy and it doesn't happen. Right. They, they did. Let's thank them again. Who are they? Blizzard. Blizzard Entertainment. Blizzard Entertainment, we thank you from Dino's heart. Absolutely. <laughs> and from all the other actors who work on things when they are told that and they don't get it. For for them, Blizzard, we thank you. For them, Blizzard, we thank you. Yeah. Yes, yes. Now, as a VO actor, you know, with quite the resume, do you still have to pound the pavement? Like you said in one of your interviews, you're saying, you know, I had to pound the pavement when I was just starting out, blah, blah, blah. Now? I consider myself a working class actor. Uh, that means that for me, that means I, I do what's put in front of me. Uh, my agent sends me auditions. I do them. That's wonderful. Uh, you know, I, I I don't I don't really feel that uh, my family, for one thing, owe, you know, I owe it to them to to get as much work as I possibly can. Um, so I'm I'm not really in that position of of say above the line talent where where you can spend all your time fielding offers. And uh, no, uh, no, I'm I'm very much a working class Joe. I think of myself as a working class Joe, and and I, I I work hard. But you don't really have to pound the pavement anymore. You've gotten it to pretty much come to you, and you're pretty busy doing what you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is true. That is true. So but congratulations on you know getting to that level, working class actor. A lot yeah. of people would like to be in your shoes, and I am very, very lucky in that I get to do what I love and make a living at it. Yeah. that makes me a very, very lucky guy. I think part the of the unemployment, the unemployment lines are full of very talented people. So no, I am extremely lucky. I don't take this for granted at all. That's wonderful. That's really, really wonderful to hear you say. And I think that part of it seems to be, based on what I've heard you tell me, is also the fact that you're so interested in the genre that you're involved with voicing. I, I am, and that's very, very true. But at the end of the day, you know, there there is a certain reality, which is that, 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 okay, sure, I am more talented than some people out there, but I'm also a lot less talented than a lot more people out there. In the end, it was that I've gotten lucky. I've I've been at it, and I've worked hard at it, and I've gotten lucky to get the jobs. And, you know, Phil, Phil Lamar told me, uh, if you know who Phil is, uh, he's Hermes on uh, on Futurama. We were having lunch the other day, and he told me that you know doing what we do is like winning the lottery. <laughs> it really is. It really, really is. And we are very, very lucky people to do what we get to do. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I, I wish everyone continued luck. And I wish that the and I hope and I believe that the luck will will continue if people keep doing what they want to do with such joy and and verve like you and him. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And that's the end of part three with Dino Andrade. There's one more part. That's next. 